0: Welcome to Between Two Servers. Between Two Servers is a podcast that doesn't actually take place between two servers, but talks about everything that exists between two servers. Today we celebrate International Women's Day, where we're joined by Sonia Kudo, Converges Managing Director, and Christine Billinger, Director of Product Management, Both women have over a decade of experience in the tech industry and they're here to talk further about women in tech. This episode was created from a social media live recorded earlier in March 2022. Welcome to our International Women's Day Live and I'm going to be chatting here with Sonia Akuto, and she has had a lot of experience over a decade in the tech industry. Uh, and myself as well, I've had over 10 years of experience in the, in the tech industry. So I thought that we could get together and chat a little bit about women in tech, um, especially on this day, uh, international women's day, you know, it's a good day to have this conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have lots of questions for you too. So I think we're going to have like a good back and forth because you and I have been through a journey in tech, so it's going to be like really interesting.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I think like it's still really relevant. Like even in Canada, um, mm-hmm. you know, women are still highly underrepresented in tech. And I think like looking at the stats, it's about 25% of the the tech industry um is made up of women. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think mean, that goes through that includes like women who are developers, um, also like in management and executive. Uh, positions so I'm curious from your take as a woman in tech in Canada do you think like it's improving?
1: I mean compared to like 15 years ago when I started in tech yes I would say yes it it is improving but I mean I obviously everyone has their own views so I'm going to give my view Mm -hmm. on what I think. Um, I think a lot of it has changed not because of you know global change but because a lot of women have said you know enough is enough if we're not going to have these positions available to us we're going to go and start our own companies Mm -hmm. so in the last like 15 years since i've started in tech i have seen a huge change in that where a lot more women are starting their own companies and not just in tech and just just in general a lot of women are just saying you know what I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the risk. And I think that's why the gap has changed a little bit because Mm -hmm. I I think, I don't know the exact percentage, but I know a high percentage of that is women who've just become their own bosses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like um, now that, you know, it has been more addressed. There's a lot more opportunities now for women um, in the tech industry in general. Um, Like there's you know, there's programs dedicated just for women in tech who want to be founders to get their, their businesses started on the ground. And you're right. You didn't see that as much like 15 years ago.
1: No, not at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember like um, probably about 15 years ago is when I did uh, a web design and development course um, and being in that classroom um there was it's really like 80% were men 20% <laughs> were women right and i can only imagine what it would be like to walk into a classroom like that where it was reversed like where there were or at least like 50-50 yeah. So, yeah so i definitely don't think we're there yet but i think yeah we're moving in the right direction
1: yeah i mean it's nice to see that it's nice to see that some companies are making change but then there's also there's pros and cons to everything right i i see companies that are going above and beyond to make sure that they have women directors and VPs and running companies. And then I see companies that are doing it because they sort of feel like they have to, or they're doing it to create an image. But then I talk to these women and they're like, you know, our company is putting these policies in place and they're doing it, but they're not hearing us. And we're sitting in the boardrooms, but we're still being treated as if we're just sitting there, we're not they're not really taking our ideas into account. And so there's still a lot of work to be done and to, to really have women be heard and and taken seriously. Cause that's a whole other topic that we could talk about for days and days. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let's, you know, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, You've been at Converge for, over 10 years now and when you started, this is actually a really good comparison I'm going to make. When you started, the company was male directed. It mm-hmm. was um, owned by by males. It was run by 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 a couple males and now, you know, 10 years later, the company is being led by a female and you're now a director in the company. So how has that had an impact on your career within the company? Do you think you would be where you are today if the company was still being uh, male-driven?
0: That's a really good question. Um, (laughs) It's a tough question. Yeah, it's a good question. It's, I would (laughs) like to say like in the case of Converge, um, hmm, it's hard to say. I like, I I mean, I like to-
1: as well, right? Yeah.
0: I like to think that my, um, you know, like the advancements that I've made at Converge have been a result of my um, initiative, hard work, um, going you know doing courses you know at night and on weekends like over yeah. the years to you know improve my my skill sets and I'd like to think that those still would have been acknowledged um, in the case that there the the converge was not a woman led company um, and I have to say like you know in the past, I think you know there have been times where I've had coworkers who you know, treated me differently because I was a woman. But mm-hmm. I feel um, now that, you know, the the company is woman led that I don't really feel those I'm treated that way.
1: Yeah, that's, that's yeah. actually a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that, uh, yeah, even for myself, when I first started in the company, it was male driven. And just like you, like, I think you and I are very alike. We're we're the type of people that believe in putting in the work so that mm-hmm. we can get the results out of it, and I think we've, you and I, have been very not not lucky, but fortunate that Converge had an environment that um, you know was uh, encouraging that and saw the hard work that we were putting in, and mm-hmm. and and helped us, you know in our career path within the company. So that's fantastic. But, you know, going back and and looking at it, I mean, I can think of so many situations where I wasn't taken seriously. And, you know, I remember like, there's this one thing in my head that I'll never forget. And I always tell people this story because it's like, it just sort of stuck with me. And it was something that was like, wow, okay, that's really encouraging. And it was, we had a a client, a very high um, profile client, and um, a couple of people had left the company, and they needed someone to step in and sort of like manage this account. And I remember I had to go to this uh, to another country to you know meet with the client and sort of get things back on track. And you know I was I had never done that before in my life, but I was the only person who was sort of available, and I was freaking out. Right? I didn't know what I was gonna do and how I was gonna manage this client. And I remember someone came to me and they're like. You know, I wanted to do some ramp up and, and get some help on, you know, preparing myself for the meeting with the client. And I was told, you know what, don't stress out. You'll be OK. You know what you need to do. And I was like, what? Tell me, please. Like, just, you know, dress really nice and wear heels and you'll be fine. Oh, geez. And I remember, you know, at, at the time I didn't say anything I'm like, OK, like just OK, great. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I think I'm a little bit better than that. I think I can actually walk into a room and speak and, you know, figure my way around. So when I did go to that meeting, I purposely wore pants. I purposely wore flat shoes just because in my head I was being rebellious to what I had. Oh, Wow. <laughs> what then, a way to rebel. Right. I don't know if it worked, but um, I did walk into that room and I was nervous, but then, you know, they asked me to, to go up and sort of present, which I wasn't prepared for. And I, well, I was prepared, but I wasn't expecting them to want me to put like this whole presentation together. So I sort of did it on the fly. And I remember at the end of of the meeting, the VP was there and he looked at me and it was a, a room filled with men. There was like 14 men. I was the only girl there. And I remember when I started talking, my voice was shaking a little bit. But then when I finished, I'm like, oh crap, here we go. Now they're going to like, let me have it. And, you know, the VP looked at me, he's like, okay, yeah, like that's a great plan. Like we're on board, let's sit down and now let's like, let's work it out. And I was there for about, you know, a week going through what we were going to do based on the suggestions I was giving them. And I felt really good that I rebelled in my own brain, in my own head. (laughs) I sort of, I felt I, I didn't have anyone proving to me that I could do it. I had to prove it to myself. And I think that's sort of part of it. You know, if you have someone encouraging you, that's great. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that at Converge, we, we try to do to males and females. It it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, Yeah, But, you know, having to work through that early on in my career where, you know, Females weren't seen as, you know, high in those positions and things like that. It was sort of hard to navigate because those kind of comments were constantly there and you kind of have to find a way to block it out and find a way to, you know, I'm going to do this and I know I can do it and sort of strive and, and go for it. Because if not, a lot of women get held back with comments like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of a, almost like a little bit of like a, a microaggression, um, you know, that, that can be seen and that happens in the workplace. That is a really uh, deterring for women
1: to yeah, to work I mean, in the
0: industries.
1: Yeah. I talked to way too many women that make very similar comments, like the one I, I've made. And, um, you know, I think another thing, especially in tech um, it's, you know, a lot of, women are getting into like accounting positions, marketing positions, but I think there's still a long way to go to actually see a lot more women um, doing, uh, developing source code and Mm -hmm. engineering and being directors. You're now a director at Converge, Mm -hmm. you know, you've done the work to, to get there. So, you know, you started as, you know, uh, UI graphics and then you you went into marketing you were you became a manager so you so you went through you know the process of sort of growing to a position that you're now a director what advice do you give for for women or young girls that are getting out of school and wanting to achieve sort of the success that you have
0: <laughs> stay in school um, <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a really good question so I mean, my path, you know, every, everybody's path is gonna look a little bit different, mm-hmm. um, you know. But I think education is is a really important role. So, back in my day, when I was going into university and stuff, I well, mean, I, I, know, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, if I look at it, and um, you know, the kinds of programs that exist today <laughs> didn't exist back then. So, for for my journey was a lot of like we were sort of the the founding of these sort of tech tech positions and you know my generation has created the school programs for the next generation to come up yeah like there was there wasn't really a ui ux design front-end development kind of stuff um product management like things like that um didn't exist so yeah so definitely nowadays like education is is more important i think than ever especially for getting your your foot in the door nowadays um, so that yeah. would be number one. Number two is like to seek out role models. Like, yeah, there's there's so many um, like associations or groups of like women in tech. And, you know, it's really easy nowadays to reach out and find some role models and like someone that people that you can talk to, to help you. I agree. Yeah. And don't be afraid to just go out there and fail too, right? Like that's a big part of I think about how many failures I've had and I'm like, I'm thankful for those failures now and I'll still have them. I'll still follow my face once in a while, but you know, like you, you got to do that to grow, to get better. Um, yeah. You have, you have to get comfortable with failure. You have to be okay with things, not feeling comfortable to grow. So yeah. the more you put yourself in, in, into that position, the faster you'll grow, and ideally, you can do it with somebody helping you out in the background.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I find that, uh, like you, I've I failed. Oh my god, way too many times. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have a work uh, environment that encourages you to not encourage you to fail, but if you fail, they're going to be there to pick you up. And yeah. you and we'll try and go above and beyond. I mean, I know not all cultures are, are perfect, but I, I think at Converge, we do have that sort of environment where people are not afraid that if they make a mistake or they fail, it's going to be, you know, a doom for them. They know that yeah. I, I, I like to think that everyone knows that, um, you know, there's will we'll help find a solution. There's always a, a, a way to help people get better, have a, a good career path, and not mm-hmm. be afraid to make mistakes because no one is perfect, right? So I think environment also really helps in, in that aspect.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, I think one thing at Converge, you know, I like to think that we're really good at is letting people take ownership of their roles mm-hmm. and you know, allowing them to, to find ways to be self-starters. And in that way, they're going to push themselves, right, to do new things, to, like, to expand their skill sets.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: yeah, and those those are the the really great opportunities for growth. And, you know, when you're trying something new, you're more likely going to make a mistake, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so I think Converge um, helps to foster that.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, mistakes are great because you learn from them and mm-hmm. next time going to do something better and yeah. you're going to think about it differently, right? I mean, we know, we've built we've built a couple of tech startups that were <laughs> great right in the beginning. And um, I think, you know, even just talking about not just women in leadership positions and women in tech and stuff like that, but I think that for, you know, just talking about our company in general, I think one of the things that has actually really helped our startups and our building products has been the combination of male and female in the in, in the company because yeah. there's so many different ways of thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Bring in all these different people, different cultures, different ways of thinking. It really helps evolve. And we've made the product better based on, you know, different um, opinions of what we're doing. And we even use our clients for that. Right. So mm-hmm. Not just, you know, the internal staff saying this is a great idea, let's build this, that and that and, and, and in different conversations, but we even our clients, males and female, they come in and they get, tell us what their specific needs might be and it generates ideas for us to make our companies and our startups even better, right? So it's also like that combination of just different ways of thinking. Yeah. Men are very different from women and women mm-hmm. from men, right? We, I mean, women are multitaskers men are, not. that's just my opinion, <laughs> but I think it's a natural thing, right, right, mm-hmm. women are nurturers, you know, I know, I know women, we used to have a lady working at Converge that by the time she got to work at 9 a.m., and I was always shocked by this, she would tell me that um, she had left the house, laundry was done, dinner was done, she would get up at 5 a.m. and cook dinner, so that when she got home, cooked Dinner would, would be done for her and her husband. And she would clean and she would make breakfast. Like she's making dinner and breakfast at 5 a.m. And she's preparing lunches. And by the time she leaves the house, it's like she already had an entire day, right? Yeah. And, and then comes to
0: to her career life. Yeah.
1: Her career life and spends, you know, seven, eight, whatever hours uh working on, you know, a really, you know, job that is also takes a lot of mindset and, and hard work mm-hmm. and then goes back home and has to take a train and um, now has to think about you know uh getting dinner ready and doing all these things like women just are, are natural multitaskers I think men men I think men can multitask but not as well mm-hmm. we're just we're just natural to it it's, <laughs> that's what we do <laughs>
0: It's kind of like it's just sort of like the I think the diverse like societal expectations on women between balancing, you know, the home life and a career has made us you know have to adapt to this role and yeah like being yeah. that that crazy multitasker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I think one of the the hard things still that needs to like be worked on is just you know, it's not just getting a, a position in a company and it's, once you get there, there's a whole other journey that takes place, which is, you know, you want to be respected and you sort of, you know, have to earn respect. But I talked to way too many, women. I was actually talking to a woman the other day and she was just struggling with, you know, the founder, not listening to her and not, you know, just sort of, brushing things off that she was saying. So I think that's still like a really big struggle in the workplace for women mm-hmm. just just wanting wanting to be heard and needing to be heard and and you know having the openness to contribute and mm-hmm. you know be heard and and let and have their ideas you know get pro, uh, get implemented and things like that. I think that's still something that really needs to be worked on. Yeah. But it's all environment, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, um, you know, for for us because we've recently started a new venture, Converge Ventures. Yay! Right. Yes. <laughs> and so this is a a part of Converge that is dedicated as, particularly for startups, um, because of you know our experience in software development and product development. Um, You know, we're kind of in a in a good spot where we can start to, you know, look for other startups to invest in, but also help to mentor so that to help Mm -hmm. their businesses grow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I was thinking, you know, for you, Sonia, so if you're like a woman uh, founder or a woman led startup, you know, what are some of the the early day advice that you would give? to other founders, because you're also a founder yourself.
1: <laughs> That's a mm-hmm. really good question. I mean, I think being open to criticism is the the most important thing. Um, I think also because naturally women are sort of like a little bit standoffish mm-hmm. uh, just because we're, you know, just because of the environments we're in. But being open to, to criticism, being open to um, not be a hogger, of your idea and um what you're trying to build i think you know just in in building our own startups and in in talking to a lot of people in startups i think one of the biggest things that i see is founders sort of like really holding on to their idea and they mm. kind of get stuck in a specific phase of the startup and they're not able to move on and really build out that that company because they're not thinking ahead they're sort of stuck in that mindset so i would say you know be open to criticism to to thinking to you know to to the idea that maybe your startup is going to fail or it's not a great idea but it doesn't mean that you can't build it that's the thing about these tech startups you know if you're trying to build something and maybe it's not the right thing, you always have to be thinking about how to pivot, right? How can I take this and how can I make it you know, better or how can I make it fit a different market because the market that I'm trying it on didn't really work out? It doesn't mean you have to fully give up, but you have to have like strong, thick skin to be able to handle rejection and, and you know, be dealing with a lot of different people, you know, and mostly mostly men, like I have to say, even like with, with clientele and just, you know, working with teams, it's, it's, you're, you're mostly working with men. So as a woman, you have to also be open to to working with men and, and take their ideas in and not be hostile about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And just, yeah, like just being open to accepting ideas and, and wanting to learn, you know, I, I think that I, that's one thing that you always have to be learning. You always have to listen. Listening is a is, is a really good skill to have when you're trying to do that. Because, you know, every, I, a lot of people think they know it all, but you really don't. You don't know what you don't know unless you're willing to listen to someone who's been there, who, who's done it, and is going to give you really good advice on mm-hmm. how to move forward. And I think I've, I've surrounded myself with a community of like really really good people who um, have taken me under their wing and have uh, guided me through a lot of areas where I was struggling or I was stuck Mm -hmm. you know with one of the products that we have in mining um, when we went into that industry I didn't know anything about it and I remember I I met someone who runs a, a mining organization and he just took me under his wing and taught me so much and he's now one of my mentors and anytime I want to know something about that industry I'm like can you help me out and it's just like you 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 have to sort of you know be open to all of these different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause the, in a particular, like our product, like feel legal, right. It's, it's dealing with a lot of like mining and oil and gas. And I mean, those are also very heavily um, male dominated industries in terms yeah. of the, the workforce. So as a tech leader going into these industries, I imagine that there can be definitely some challenges there.
1: Yeah, for sure. There are challenges, but you know, I also have to say that like with all of that being said, mm-hmm. um, people have really embraced me in those industries. And, um, you know, I think there's people that like, if you, if you show that you're putting in the work and that you know what you're talking about, and that you're going into it with a mission or a purpose, um, people are willing to really look beyond the norm, and help you um, and guide you to, to where you need to go. And I've, I've honestly met some like in oil and gas and mining. I've met some fantastic people who are like, this industry is really struggling in this area. What you're, what you bring to the table is really, really great. There are some areas for improvement. You don't quite, you know, you haven't quite nailed the, the, nail, the, the nail on the head, but you know, we can help you get there. Right and and again it 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 goes into being open. Um, it goes into being professional and okay. also being nice, right? And 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 being nice isn't in, happens in so many different ways. It happens by listening, mm-hmm. uh, being a good listener. Like I said, like a lot of the things I've already mentioned, it, it just creates this um, persona of who you truly are. But yeah. you know, it lets people know that you're there for the right reasons and you, you want what, you know, your, your purpose is to, to make the world a better place with your product, hopefully, or, Mm -hmm. or make that industry uh, better and, and strive and be you know, have more technology and, you know, really help people in their day-to-day jobs with these new technologies that we're inventing. Yeah. Developing.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So I think I agree. Like, I think, things are definitely making progress, you know, for the status of women in the tech industry. And you're right, like showing in, putting in the work, you know, being a good listener, you know, showing all of that is Mm going to help you get a lot further and, you know, heard, hopefully.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I totally, because like, you can't just like sit behind a desk all day and Mm -hmm. sort of do your Norm day to day job, you know, and expect that you're going to be, you know, elevated to a different position. Yeah. You have, you know, as a woman, we have to learn that we need to speak up, and yeah. that is, I know, that's something that's hard for women in in general. Not all women, but yeah. yeah, a lot. And I think that's that's what we need to learn. It's you know, we have to sort of stand up, and that's what I did at Converge. You know, yeah. I saw I saw a need for something, but I'm not, I don't have the personality to, you know, sit and do the same thing over and over again forever. <laughs> so I sort of, you know, placed myself in an area where I thought there was a need for it. Yeah. I didn't ask. I just sort of started doing it. And mm-hmm. then before they knew it, the, the resident gave to me, he's like, have you been doing this job? I'm like, yep. So I think you should promote me and really Give me that position, and now, well, we have to because if you're not going to continue doing it, we're going to be in trouble, right? (laughs) So I sort of placed myself in areas that I saw a need for that I knew I could do. Yes, but I also had the support of the company to let me learn, and I went back to school and I studied, and Mm -hmm. you know, I I I had to put in the effort to do all of these things. But you know, now I, I run the business and. I I've done majority of every job except development coding. I have I'm not <laughs> or or architecture. I don't do that. But like almost every role that in the, within the company I've I've taken part in or I've done myself and that really helps me when people are coming to me with a challenge or they they they're struggling with something. I can sort mm-hmm. of always think back on how i did it when i was in that role and what were the things that helped me succeed um and i will never tell them do this which is something that in the past i feel that so you know it's always i can actually help the the rest of the staff succeed just based on my own lessons learned and experience right Mm -hmm. yeah 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 absolutely so it's a you know it's a it's a challenge there's a lot of things out there but the world is changing and um, I'm seeing a lot more progress. I'm seeing a lot more women. Um, You know, are we turning the dial to 50, 50? No. No, We've got a
0: ways to go. Yeah.
1: We've got a ways to go. Like, is it going to be another year or two or three? No, I think it's going to be a lot longer. Um, Where does it start? I think it starts with women supporting and encouraging other women Mm -hmm. to, to do those things. You know, some, some, some women are, they want to, um, you know, say, put their hand up and say, Hey, I'm here. Consider me, but they don't know how to do it. And maybe it's just having encouragement from another woman. Hey, I was there. I did it. I did it. Give it a try. What do you got to lose? Just women encouraging women. And I think that if we start volunteering and putting our hand up and saying, I want to do it, Give me a try. Then companies will will start listening more. We can't, you know, if we just sit and hope that they're going to give us positions that we want, it's probably most likely not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. really, you know, it's us who have to take the initiative. It's yeah. great when companies stand up and say we're going to put policies in place to support, you know, diversity, um,
0: diversity and, yeah.
1: and all of these things that's fantastic yeah. and i think a lot more companies are doing it and i, I could see in a couple of years that being a very standard practice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but i still think that in order to get to a 50 50 it's really going to be women who have to uh, take the initiative to to get there
0: yeah 100 yeah i mean there's so many studies now that show that diversity in teams um always win like teams perform so much better when there's diversity. And that can include, you know, gender or, you know, like ethnicity, um, you know, all sorts of different things, right? The the worst thing for business is homogeneity. (laughs) You know, right? You need diversity. (laughs) That's a good word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So having, you know, more diversity in, you know, executive positions, like we, we need to get there. We need to get, get there, you know, and companies are going to, to thrive. And so, so the studies, the studies show that. We don't see it in place yet but uh, yeah i i feel more optimistic that we're going there and you're i think you're right like it's it's gonna be up to you know the underrepresented people to really stand up and say like no you need to pick us you need to pick me and and here's why and you know yeah show your accomplishments and your value and what you bring and i think like for me growing up like i didn't really have you know any role models to look up to you know for that so i think a big part of it is for you know the women in the industry to look and see you know how we can help uh, like younger yeah. women come into this industry and learn about it and see successful women in it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's such a great point, and that's something that you know that I want to do at Converge, um, <laughs> where it's you know I I've gone through the mentor sh- mentorship mentorship. Um, programs in Toronto. Um, you know, I've belonged to a couple of organizations, but I find that, you know, for, for younger, at the, at the time I was younger and for younger girls who are sort of starting out the career, number one, these things are very expensive. Yes. And number two, um, you know, it, it takes time. And if you're trying to get a mentor, you have to, you know, be willing to you know, give give them your time when they're available um, to you. But that's one thing that we're, you and I have been talking about at Converge, we're moving offices Mm -hmm. in our new space. We want to create, you know, um, events and things around encouraging uh, women to, you know, talk about, not not just talk, let's talk about it, but also um, give them tools to what they can do to help them Mm -hmm. get there without without having a cost behind it. Where it's just, you know, we're we're gonna bring you in to our office. We're just gonna have a a chill uh, night. We're gonna talk about, you know, different areas where where you're struggling and you know help you find the resources to Mm -hmm. help guide you in the right direction, whether it's you know in tech or in manufacturing and oil and gas and mining or marketing or sales, you know, I'm sure that we'll get to a point where we'll have a group of women that can sort of support all of those different areas. Mm -hmm. And if and if we don't, somebody might know somebody. So I think my goal would be eventually to create like a a network that is, uh, you know, there's no cost associated with it. But women can really talk and get encouraged and figure out what it is that they need to do, Um, even if it's just building a resume that is going to make you stick out or how to present how to identify an area in a company that needs your skill and how do you present that, right? Mm -hmm. And sort of just encouraging women without having to worry about, you know, if I'm going to join an organization that's going to help me, I have to pay, you know, $5,000 a year. That I don't think that's
0: helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think that's something that I've always been passionate about. Sometimes it's just a matter of having the time to do it, but it's something that I know – um, we will be doing this year for sure.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, as the as the times are changing and hopefully we're, you know, ending uh, this <laughs> two-year-long uh, pandemic period and yeah. we can actually start to meet more easily in person, then, um, yeah, so this definitely can, we'll make it happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, for you, what do you, like now that you're at a, you know, you've reached a plateau in your career, um, if you were to, mentor someone what 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 would you focus on um for them to sort of get to where you're at (laughs) what would be the the number one advice that you would give them like for someone who wants to you know be in marketing or in Mm -hmm. product in product management or develop products because i mean you do so much so it's hard to say you're not just like a one you know whole type of person you've done but you know let's say uh, in the marketing or or product space like mm-hmm. how, how do you get there what what advice do you give
0: um like i would say you know if you yeah if you want to go into marketing and you want to or you know product management right um you know depending on where you are you know you definitely if you're able to to do a program um some education around it um it's going to get you there a lot faster so you know, go, going and doing a, a program, you know, that may be like one year or two years, right? You're gonna learn get you f- at least five, six years ahead, right? Yeah. And if you if you didn't do that. So that is, I think, really an important, you know, place to start. Yeah.
1: But you get hired, right? You you went through the yeah. school, you get hired. So now how do you navigate through that? Within uh, a company.
0: Within a company. Yeah. Yeah, it, I think it, yeah, like you said, it comes down to what we were talking about. Like, it's a lot of just like being a self starter, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, showing your value to the company, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, how do you be a self starter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, uh, you know, and it, it's, it also comes from drive too. Like, you have to, you know, really want something, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, something is different than, you know, asking for
0: it. Asking for it, yeah, taking the initiative to do it. So, you know, in my mentorship, like my, you know, I have skills in marketing, um, skills in product development. So, you know, I can offer some practical advice definitely in, in those areas.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah, I can sure. that stuff all the time. Because <laughs> you know it really well. You've been doing it for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. So much yeah. value that you can give. Do you think that... You know, that's something that women who have been doing something for over a decade should be focusing on and mentoring other women to help them get there as well.
0: I think it's yeah, I think it's it's a great position to be in to give back. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: How do you think um, our school system should be working or or what should our school system be doing? Because you know that I have a problem with our school system and I think that's (laughs) that's where it needs to start. But I'm always curious to see what other women think. Like, do you and I'm not talking about like university or college. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about even just elementary. Yeah. Like what what do you think schools at that level can do to start encouraging that, you know, 50 50.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting you say that because um my daughter is in junior kindergarten and they actually have a STEM teacher that comes okay. in and teaches them every day. Um and the STEM teacher is a woman okay. <laughs> as well. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting that they're 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 starting it like right from the get go. Junior can four year olds, they're they're learning STEM.
1: Wow. Um,
0: okay. yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's really positive thing. And I think, you know, because of the the gender biases that exists, like, we're still living in the patriarchy, um, I see a lot of the, the messaging of the patriarchy trickling down into, like, even my young kids, like, my, my son is seven, my daughter's four, and they're already showing, you know, signs of that, right? Really? Yeah, yeah, so I already see my little girl, you know, valuing her appearance, you right. know, like, she says, mommy, you know, do you love me? I said, yes, I love you so much, she's like, because I'm a pretty girl, And I mean, that's adorable. But at the same time, you know, I had to tell her, like, no, I love you because you are you. Right. It doesn't matter (laughs) what you look like. I love you because you're you. So I see, you know, these sort of little things trickling down even at that age. So I think that, you know, the messaging that, you know, what they're learning in school really needs to step up about (laughs) you know, these, these biases that exist, you know, they're instilled at a very young age and, you know, young kids are so impressionable. So whatever you tell them, they believe, Yeah. you know, and that kind of gets stuck in our head. So I think, yeah. So I think early, early education, it needs to kind of, it needs to start there.
1: Yeah. I mean, what you said about your daughter, I'm like, that's cute, but it's also a little scary. And yeah, Yeah. yeah, but you know, like, do you remember growing up, Christine? A mo- I think you can you can relate. Um, most girls our age, our goal in life was to like get married and <laughs> have babies, right? Like, right, right. Like, I don't I don't remember. I don't know until what age I thought that I needed to go continue schooling and have a career. Like, to me, that wasn't that wasn't even a thought as a young girl. Like the mission, and maybe it, it has something to do with culture I'm I am from a different culture I came to Canada at a, di- mm-hmm. at a, at a, at a young age so I don't know if it has to, to do with culture maybe there's a culture mix in there but like I knew that my mission in life was to like get married <laughs> and that's and have a wedding and like us as young girls is sort of like what we plan for like our yeah. wedding as yes. that's but normal yeah really, but we're not like no I'm gonna be a Woman boss, and I'm going to run my own company. That's not what we think about, right? But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. men do at a very young age. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's that's, ingrained that's from the a young age.
1: age. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think even just saying that, like even mothers, uh, sort of understanding that. I mean, when you said it, I hadn't even thought about it to be honest. So it's kind of like an eye opening, and I'm sure there's probably a lot of mothers that don't even think about it, just based on what kids are watching cartoons wise. And I don't, I know that they're changing that a lot, but you know, stories that they're reading where the woman has a very specific role and things like that. Yeah. Kids are impressionable and they're, and that's what they're, they're taking in. So, you know, parents can have a, a a say and and help their kids sort of like think outside the box. I know, like I have a four-year-old niece and um, she has an iPad and I was actually surprised the other day that her favorite, game on that iPad every time I go over so it was my iPad and I gave it to her so every time I go over she's like I want to buy this game and there's a ton that the subscription renews so I have to renew it for her and it's actually a coding game and it's like her favorite and that's what she wants to do and I was kind of like yeah that's really cool you know she doesn't even at that age she doesn't even see you know the difference yet she's just Mm -hmm. like she wants to be able to do whatever she wants to do so I'm curious as well as like what age kids start really identifying that that difference, yeah. right? where it's like i can't do this because i'm a girl or i can't mm-hmm. do that because i'm a boy and i mean i know we're talking about women because it is international Women's day but men go through the same thing right at a young age they're taught that this is sort of your role when you grow up and you're the the bread you know yeah maker and you you're you have to you know if you want to get a good woman you have to have a good job and all this stuff right so it's a lot of pressure there too 100 yeah 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 absolutely maybe that's a conversation with one of um our guys yeah for sure, <laughs> for, for different sure. Different yeah. live or podcast yeah yeah it'd yeah. be interesting to see sort of now that we have sort of talked about like young kids, it'd be very interesting to get like a guy's perspective as, you know, what they thought about as, as a young child to really identify where these things are coming from.
0: Yeah. 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 That will be the, the next life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100 yeah, percent. Yeah. I think like women, you know, women's say still so, you know, very important because, um, you know, women's equality benefits society as a whole. Right. Like I said, in terms of like building diversity on teams, um, you know, changing a lot of these gender stereotypes um, is it's beneficial to everybody. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a big believer in, you know, hiring the right person for the job. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do want to have a company that has diversity Mm because we, we have experienced it. Converge has been around for 28 years and you and I have experienced the difference between having, you know, the, before, be, between having, you know, 20% women and more men and 50, 50, and we actually can, we can physically see the difference in, yeah. in, in our work and our, in, in the results and things like that. So it is something that's really important to us and you're yeah. doing it. Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely, Sometimes it's hard to find women. I know you were struggling with that a little while ago. And yeah, yeah, because mis- it's tech, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need to find, like, we need diversity. You know, where are these you yeah. know, amazing women? Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, you want to hire the right person for the job with the right skill set. You know, that's going to help your company grow. But you also have to think about culture and diversity as well. So, you know, it's
1: It it's definitely adds comple- complexity to the HR department. right because now it's not just about I mean it's hard enough to hire nowadays it's been super hard Mm -hmm. Um, but you know you're trying to find the right candidate who has the experience to do the job and then you're sort of also thinking about culture right Mm -hmm. which is something that you know 20-25 years ago 50 years ago wasn't even thought about right yeah yeah companies are also evolving and changing into you know having different HR policies yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: 100% yeah.
0: Yes. Well, I think we're we're coming up to. Uh, yeah, we have a while. Well, yeah, yeah. So, Sonia, <laughs> thank you so much. That was an amazing chat um, to to have you, you know, talk about this on International Women's Day, and uh, yeah, it's it's. Thanks again for coming. Yeah.
1: No problem. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody.
0: Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Between Two Servers. You can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. The links are in the description of the podcast. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to Between Two Servers, and we'll catch you next time.